The New American Bible. Back in 2001, I took this opportunity to write all the different readings from the different books from the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament begins with Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, Samuel 1, Samuel 2, King 1, King 2, Chronicles 1, Chronicles 2, and Ezra, Nehemiah, Tobit, Judith, Esther, Maccabees 1, Maccabees 2, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, Wisdom, Sirach, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Baruch, Ezekiel, Abadiah, Jonah, Malachi, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zechariah, Haggai, and Zephaniah. The New Testament, the four Gospels meaning the Good News, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, from the Book of Acts, Romans, Corinthians 1, Corinthians 2, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Thessalonians 1 and 2, Timothy 1 and 2, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, Peter 1 and 2, John 1, 2, and 3, Jude, Revelation, and of course, the Dictionary and Topical Indexes. Today we're going to talk about the book of Sirach. Chapter 13, Caution Regarding Associates. Chapter 13, verse 14, Every living thing loves its own kind. Every man a man like himself. Is a wolf ever allied with a lamb? So it is with the sinner and the just. Can there be peace between the hyena and the dog, or between the rich and the poor? Can there be peace? Chapter 14, 1. Happy the man whose mouth brings him no grief, who is not stung by remorse for sin. Happy the man whose conscience does not reproach him, who has not lost hope. Chapter 15, verse 15. Will you not leave your riches to others and your earnings to be divided by lot? Give, take, and treat yourself well, for in the netherworld there are no joys to seek. As with the leaves that grow on a vigorous tree, one falls off, another sprouts. So with the generation of flesh and blood, one dies, another is born. Chapter 16, God's Punishment of Sinners. Verse 6. Against a sinful band, fire is enkindled. Upon a godless people, wrath flame out. And had there been but one stiff-necked man, it were a wonder, had he gone in unpunished. For mercy and anger alike are with him who remits and forgives, though on the wicked alights his wrath. Sirach chapter 19, the proper use of speech. He who gloats over evil will meet with evil, and he who repeats an evil report has no sense. Never repeat gossip, and you will not be reviled. Tell nothing to a friend or foe. If you have a fault, reveal it not, for he who hears it will hold it against you, and in time become your enemy. A man can slip and not mean it, who has not sinned with his tongue. Admonish your neighbor before you break with him, so thus will you fulfill the law of the Most High. Sin must be avoided. Violence and arrogance wipe out wealth, so too a proud man's home is destroyed. Under various figures, the consequences of sin are described 
as destructive of wealth and even of bodily life, and deserving of death and a place in the depths of the netherworld. Through prayer, forgiveness can be sought, and through fear of the Lord, repentance is achieved. The path of sinners, the netherworld, eternal retribution is not yet proposed in this reference. It became clearly revealed through the teaching of Christ. The mind of the wise man is a fountain of knowledge. He will, his will is trained to keep the law. His words are gracious, valued, carefully weighed, sincere. His conduct is respectful, cultured, and restrained. The fool's mind is devoid of knowledge and impetrable to it. His will regrets, his talk is burdensome, his laughter unrestrained, his conversation shallow and meddlesome, his conduct is bold and rude, his abuse of others redounds on himself. The proper use of the tongue, Sirach chapter 23, a man who often swears in erotic, he incurs guilt. If he neglects his obligation, his sin is doubly great. If he swears without reason, he cannot be found just, and all his house will suffer affliction. That's verse 2. Verse 15, a man who has the habit of abusive language will never mature in character as long as he lives. Sin of the flesh, verse 18, the one who dishonors the marriage bed darkens Darkness surrounds, walls hide, so no one sees. Why fear to sin? Verse 19, the Lord's eyes are 10,000 times brighter than the sun, observing every step taken and peers into hidden corners. Verse 20, such a person will be punished in the streets of the city when least expected be apprehended. An unfaithful woman to her husband offers her son heir by a stranger disobeying the law of the Most High, by wronging her husband in the wanton adultery, such a woman will be dragged before the assembly and her punishment will extend to her children. Her children will not take root. Her branches will not bring forth fruit. She will leave an accursed memory. Her disgrace will never be blotted out. Thus, all who dwell on the earth shall know and all who inhabit the world shall understand that nothing is better than the fear of the Lord, nothing more salutary than to obey his commandments. The illegitimacy of children born of adultery or incest excluded them from the community of the Lord. Praise of Wisdom, chapter 24. You will remember me as sweeter than honey, better to have than the honeycomb. He who eats of me will hunger still, he who drinks of me will thirst for more. He who will obey me will not be put to shame. He who serves me will never fail. Chapter 25, those who are worthy of praise. Verse 1, harmony among brethren, friendship among neighbors, and the mutual love of husband and wife. Three kinds of men I hate. Their manner of life I loathe indeed. A proud pauper a rich dissembler, and an old man, lecherous in his dotage. Chapter 25, verse 1 through 11. While praising brotherly love, love of neighbor, and conjugal love, the sage condemns their opposites, 
and the arrogant pauper who despises his brother, the fraudulent rich man who cheats his neighbor, and the lecherous old man unfaithful to his blessings of judgment and wisdom in old age, the joy of a peaceful household, where honesty and dignity, friendship and wisdom, and fear of God prevail. The Wicked and Virtuous Woman, chapter 25, verse 22. Depressed mind, saddened face, broken heart. This from an evil wife, feeble hands, quaking knees, from a wife who brings no happiness to her husband. Chapter 26. Happy the husband of a good wife, twice lengthened are his days. Verse 5. The Lord's heart quakes through, false charges in public, trial before all the people and lying testimony are harder to bear than death. A jealous wife is a heartache in mourning and a scourging tongue like the other three. He who marries a bad wife seizes a scorpion. A drunken wife arouses great anger and does not hide her shame. Chapter 26. A gracious wife delights in her husband. Her thoughtfulness puts flesh on his bones. A gift from the Lord is her governed speech, and her firm virtue is of surpassing worth. Choicest of blessings is a modest wife, priceless her chaste character. Like the sun rising in the Lord's heavens, the beauty of a virtuous wife is the radiance of her home. Like the light which shines above the holy lampstand are her beauty of face and graceful figure. Golden columns on silver bases are her shapely limbs and steady feet. A married woman is a deadly snare for those who embrace her, Proverbs 6.26. A wife's complaint should be made in meekness, a show itself in a slight flush, but a loud mouth scolding wife is a trumpet signaling for battle. Any human being who answers that challenge will spend his life amid the turbulence of war. The discourse of the devout are marked with wisdom. The conversations of the wicked are marked with offense, swearing, cursing, quarrels, and even bloodshed. Chapter 27, he who betrays a secret cannot be trusted. He will never find an intimate friend. Verse 17, cherish your friend, keep faith with him, but if you betray his confidence, follow him not. He who betrays secrets does hopeless damage. Sirach chapter 27, malice, anger, and vengeance. He who has shifty eyes plots mischief, and no one can ward him off. In your presence he uses honey-eyed talk and admires your every word but later changes his tone and twists your words to your ruin. There is nothing that I hate so much, and the Lord hates him as well. Wrath and anger are hateful things, yet the sincere hug them tight. The sinner hugs them tight. Chapter 28. Avoid strife, and your sins will be fewer. For a quarrelsome man kindles disputes, commits the sins of disrupting friendship, and sows discord among those at peace. The greater a man's strength, the sterner his anger, the greater his power, the greater his wrath. The evil tongue. A meddlesome tongue can drive virtuous women from their homes and rob them of the fruit of their toil. Whoever heeds it has no rust, 
nor can he dwell in peace. As you hedge round your vineyard with thorns, set barred doors over your mouth. As you seal up your silver and gold, so balance and weigh your words. Take care not to slip by your tongue and fall victim to your foe, waiting in ambush. Further treatment of sins of the tongue and their havoc, gossip and the double tongue destroy domestic peace. The whip, the sword, chains, even the netherworld are not so cruel as the sufferings inflicted by the evil tongue. Not the just, but those who forsake the Lord are victims of their evil tongues. Therefore, guard your mouth and tongue as you would guard the treasure against an enemy. Frugality and its rewards, chapter 30. Verse 28, painful things to a sensitive man are abuse at home and insults from his creditors. The training of children. At the father's death, he will seem not dead since he leaves after him one like himself whom he looks upon through life with joy and even in death without regret. Heal of soul and body. No treasure greater than a healthy body, no happiness than a joyful heart. Do not give in to sadness, torment not yourself with brooding. Gladness of heart is the very life of man, cheerfulness prolongs his day. The proper attitude towards riches, chapter 31, verse 8. Happy the rich man found without guilt. He has been tested by gold and come off safe, and this remains his glory. He could have sinned but did not, could have done evil but would not, so that his possessions are secure and the assembly recounts his praise. Table etiquette, verse 20. Distress and anguish and loss of sleep and restless tossing for the glutton. Moderate eating ensures sound slumber and a clear mind the next day on rising. And whatever you do, be moderate and no sickness will befall you. Chapter 32. Speak only when necessary. Be brief, but say much in those few words. Be like the wise man, taciturn. Choice of Associates in the book of Sirach, 37, verse 32. A wife is her husband's richest treasure, a helpmate, a steadying column. Chapter 37. A false friend will share your joys, but in time of trouble he stands afar off. A true friend will fight with you against the foe. Associate with a religious man who you are sure keeps the commandments, who is like-minded with yourself and will feel for you if you fall. A man's conscience can tell him his situation better than seven watchmen in a lofty tower. Most important of all, pray to God to set your feet on the path of truth. My brothers, my sisters, I have given to you verses from the Bible, and my hope and my prayer is that you take the time to go through the Old Testament and the New Testament and see which areas of your life need to be looked at with a much wider lens, the lens of Christ. And when we look at scripture with the lens of Christ, we can grow out of all the imperfections of the self, of the soul, and we can be made perfect in Christ. So take this time to do that. This is your time to be with Jesus to study the Bible, to get to know him better, get to know yourself better so that way you can be better for yourself and for society. May God bless you abundantly. Amen.